from JMI Wealth. Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. The World Cup, eh? Uh, it seems to me so far we're not really talking about the football. <laughs> oh, we're talking about... Well, it's kicked off, hasn't it? We're talking about pretty much everything except football, and it's been controversial ever since the tournament was awarded to Qatar, and it looks like that controversy won't be going away for a while. So I thought this morning, Mike, I'd have a look at the, the money, the business, the, a slightly light-hearted look at, uh, at the numbers behind the World Cup. So... It is the most expensive World Cup ever. Now, it's, you're never going to get the exact numbers here, so we're relying on what's been reported. Can't completely guarantee the veracity of these numbers for, for the purpose of the sex size. Let's run with that risk anyway. So what have they spent? What has Qatar spent on this? Estimates seem to range from $200 billion to $300 billion US dollars that has been spent on infrastructure and stadiums, which is an absolutely staggering number when you consider the population of Qatar, Mike. I mean, it's less than 3 million people, so fewer than New Zealand. Now, that spending has been spread over 12 years since it was awarded the World Cup. So they have built a number of new stadiums, um, which are obviously all air-conditioned, so they're, they're expensive. What, what is interesting is a number of them will be partially deconstructed post the event, uh, because an elements of those stadiums are going to go to emerging countries. So that you will, there is a there is an element of sort of I suppose uh, of philanthropy in that as well. But the spend is probably 15 times more, some, roughly, than what Russia spent on the 2018 event. And there's some other numbers to ponder on here as well. 42 million US dollars, Mike. That's what the winner gets. Um, that goes to the federation of the team that wins. They then get to decide what to do with it. 30 million for second. 27 million. US dollars for third, um, which is less than the money that Nike paid to sponsor the French Football Federation, which is 60 million New Zealand dollars. And that is less again than what Kylian Mbappe is spent. He's the highest paid player there, plays for France. He's earning 128 million US dollars this year, and uh, he's 23 years old. Not bad for a 23-year-old. And that is also less than what Mr Beckham has taken away from the Qatar World Cup, which has been widely reported as $277 million to promote the World Cup, apparently paid out over 10 years. So that's not a bad little pension, is it, for Mr Beckham? But to give you a sense of how big this whole thing is, the FIFA revenue from the World Cup is estimated at 4.7 billion US dollars. So this isn't just big business, Mike. This is absolutely massive. Um, from a sponsor's point of view, well, it's been widely a lot of talk about Budweiser. Uh, they can't sell their beer in the same. And I thought, well, how important is that? Well, they were planning on selling more beer in the stadiums over the course of the tournament than they normally sell in Qatar in a whole year. So it was quite a lot of beer. Um, and apparently, just on the final note, Mike, uh, November, apparently, very bad timing for the pubs in the UK. Mm. Shorter days, moving into winter, um, compared to what was spent in the last Euro tournament and the last World Cup, they're going to be well down on the spend in the pubs. And so we've got to feel sorry for the publicans in, in the UK. But at some stage, we're going to, I think we're going to start talking about sport again, aren't we? Well, one would hope so. Speaking of spending, what about us? Are we spending or not? Um, a little bit, yeah. The, so retail spending, the power of the consumer, pretty hotly debated subject in, in the economic sphere at the moment. The RBNZ, who of course uh, come to us with a, another monetary policy statement, official cash rate review tomorrow morning. They're trying to uh, tomorrow. They're trying to reduce demand and cool the economy. This time of year, of course, that's a tough ask because we're entering the silly spending season. So we're going to start keeping a close eye on spending figures. Yesterday, the RBNZ released credit card spending and credit card balance information. Total billings on credit cards hit 
$4.5 billion in October. Uh, comparisons to last year are a bit irrelevant given the COVID disruptions. Uh, but if you go back to 2019, when you've got a clean number, um, that's 9.3% higher than the balance of the similar time in 2019. But Mike, that's not inflation adjusted. Uh, if you think inflation is running at sort of 7% at the moment uh, over the last 12 months, it doesn't seem like it's picked up that much. Uh, billings are up 1% from the previous month, but we'll keep an eye on that as we move through the, uh, through the spending season. Overseas billing on New Zealand credit cards, they're climbing as we travel more. So it's climbed over 10% since July, now at $556 million in October. And total credit card balances just tipped over $6 billion New Zealand dollars, up 0.3% from last month, but not running away just yet. Other numbers, please. The Dow Jones is down 109 points at the moment, 33,635. That's about 0.33 of a percent. Uh, the S&P 500 down roughly half a percent, uh, 3,944. And the Nasdaq faring a little bit worse, down 1.2 percent at the moment as we speak. That's 135 points, 11,010. Uh, the FTSE 100 lost nine points, 7,376 overnight. Uh, the Nikkei was down, well, oh no, gained 0.16%, uh, 27,944. Shanghai Composite down 12, 3085. In Australasia yesterday, mixed results. The ASX 200 was down 0.18 of a percent, 7139. But we gained 60 points in the index 50, 11,440 was the close there. That's 0.53% gain. Uh, one Kiwi dollar, 0.6092, weakening a bit. 0.9246 against the Aussie, 0.5952 euro, 0.5170 pounds, 86.48 Japanese yen. Gold, $1,733.31. It's down 17 bucks, so it's weakening off a bit. But here we go, Brent Crude Mike. The lowest we've seen it since January, $83.09. Yeah, I know. Better worry about the growth in China and the old slowdown coming back again because of the COVID problem. I'll take we'll... it, I'll take it, I'll take it. See you tomorrow. Andrew Kelleher, jmrwealth.co.nz.